Happy Thursday, Razorback fans. You're two days away from Arkansas versus Alabama at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. 2.30 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be on CBS. It's the game of the week in the SEC. Um, number two versus number 20. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to talk about today on the Gridiron Hawks podcast if Arkansas has a chance at beating Alabama. Uh, Sam Pittman's basically been asked that question a few times this week, and he's given his basically key to the games for the Razorbacks. We'll talk about our keys to the game. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibility for Arkansas to beat Alabama. I think Alabama is a beatable team. You saw that with Texas earlier in the season when they played Texas. It's Texas. Texas almost beat Alabama. So I think Arkansas has a shot. Plus, it's in front of your home crowd. Sam Pittman said that he expects it to be the best home crowd since he's been here. And that's he 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 kind of was like I I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I would expect it to be that. And so he's saying he expects it to be better than the Texas game last year, which a lot of people say was uh, the best atmosphere they've ever seen at Razorback Stadium. We know that you know fans show out for the Alabama game. We've seen a lot of videos from the 2010 Alabama game in Fayetteville. That one was crazy. The Ronnie Wingo wheel route. You know, a lot of people say that was the loudest they've ever heard Razorback Stadium. So. Somebody said this, and I've got Robert Stewart with me. We're you're listening to the Gridiron Hogs podcast. We're from hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com. Go visit it. Uh somebody said, Robert, is is Arkansas is there gonna be an earthquake if like Rocket Sanders takes the first snap 80 yards for a touchdown? Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh yes, it would be crazy. And yes, it might cause an earthquake. Um I mean, I'm I'm thinking about the the Bryce Stevens punt return touchdown a, a couple of weeks ago and how electric that was after you know 50 minutes of waiting for the lead. Uh, if, if if it takes you know 15 seconds to get the lead, oh man, um, I I would say yes, there's an earthquake coming. But uh, I mean, we keep hearing about this this new and improved Alabama defense and you know Will Anderson making stuff up to get mad about. So I. I <laughs> that I, I worry about I worry about that that defense that also hasn't allowed a passing touchdown this year if I'm correct yeah if you want to hear more in depth about that defense we talked to Alabama uh, beat writer Tony Sukalos of uh, tideillustrated.com yesterday that's Wednesday's episode go to the hog beat YouTube and check that out also on Apple and Spotify a uh, great, great stuff from Tony. He's been, I, I've seen, he's been interviewed by a lot of people this week. So it seems like we picked someone good. So good for us, Robert. Good for us. Um, let's read some of these stats for Alabama's defense though. Did you have something to say? No, I was just going to say, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Okay. Um, Alabama's defense. They have the number three scoring defense in the country, allowing 7.25 points per game. The most they've allowed to uh, an opponent is 19 to Texas. Outside of that, they've allowed one touchdown and a field goal. But we know that they've played Utah State, Vanderbilt, and Louisiana Monroe. So take it with a grain of salt. Take all of this with a grain of salt because of the opponents they played. Uh, total total yards allowed is number two in the country, 201.2 yards allowed per game. 138.8 passing yards allowed per game. That's sixth in the country. Rushing 62.5 yards per game. That's fourth in the country. Uh, they're allowing opponents to convert on just 18.6% of third downs. That is number two in the country. Uh, 
I will say, though, Arkansas still has them beat in sacks and turnovers forced. So Arkansas forced five turnovers compared to three from Alabama, and they're averaging five sacks per game compared to three sacks per game for Alabama. So those are the two two things that Arkansas has Alabama beat in. But you look at the passing yards Arkansas is allowing per game, 302 and a half, and now you're going up against the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. That's that's going to be one of the the keys to victory for Arkansas. You got to – that secondary has got to step up. I, I think I wrote it in a, a piece that I was doing for Tide Illustrated, actually. Uh, they asked about the secondary, and I was like, look, they got Miles Slusher back. He was huge last week against Texas A&M. But the, the reality of the situation is Miles Slusher can't do it by himself. He's going to have to have some some help. And Arkansas is four games in now, and they still haven't figured out who their top five defensive backs are. That's two things. It could be a good thing because maybe somebody's going to step up, but you're also four games in and they haven't stepped up yet. Uh, and then also I, what I think it is, it's a bad thing because you still don't know because nobody stepped up. Right, and what's the likelihood that somebody's going to step up against the best team you're going to face all year? I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I, I it's tough. Um, they were running a 3-4 defense in practice, which is probably what you're going to have to do against Bryce Young in Alabama. Just send three rushers and then hope that your DBs can do something. But what we've seen from Arkansas this year is that I don't know if that's going to do much. I mean, because the DBs can't really can't really do a whole lot. And even when they send the house and the quarterback's on his back foot and it's Max Johnson who can barely throw the ball, he still completes the pass. So they're going to have to figure that out. But it seems like to Sam Pittman, um, from what we've heard from him, you know, you've heard a lot of coach speak like, you know, we got to score points. We got to, you know, convert on third downs, all that stuff. But Arkansas is just going to have to play an extremely clean game, Robert, and turnovers are not going to work for Arkansas, and they're going to have to force turnovers defensively. I mean, I, I, in that same piece for Tide Illustrated, I basically put the key to victory for Arkansas is you have to force Alabama to turn the ball over, and you have to play clean on offense. You can't have a K.J. Jefferson play like he had against A&M. Exactly. I mean, I, I wrote about it as soon as as soon as Arkansas lost last week to Texas A&M. Turnovers have been huge in on both sides of the ball for for Arkansas this year. I mean, the the only reason we've entertained the idea of a Missouri State loss and you know actually faced a, a Texas A&M loss is because they didn't generate any turnovers. They they led comfortably in those first two games because they had you know five turnovers between the two games. Um, and I think KJ had the one fumble and that was that against, against Cincinnati. And they, you know, the defense, defense toughened up and, and forced the field goal on that one drive. So, um, yeah, I mean, turn, turnovers are critical. Uh, like you said, uh, the, the, the other thing that, that the Arkansas defense is doing better than the Alabama defense so far is sacks, that's going to have to continue. Um, you know, you mentioned Max Johnson was able to make those, you know, hope and a prayer throws last week you'd have to think that Bryce Young's going to be able to do that better I mean they always talk about what a hard guy he is to bring down so you know it, it doesn't look good but you know they've got to they've got to continue to be better in the areas that they are better and they've got to pick another area or two to to step up as well and it, it just seems like such a tall task but 
I keep thinking back to that that one stat about Bryce Young and his road starts, and they're all close. So we'll see. Yeah, I, and it seems like a cliche thing to say is that you, you know you got to force turnovers, but it is so true in this game, and also a big emphasis for the Arkansas team this week has been tackling. Um, we know that they've been awful when it comes to tackling. I, I wish I had the pro football focus grades pulled up in front of me. I, I'll get working on that, but they've just been a terrible team tackling this season. They have a That's easily the worst grade on their team. Let's see, here it is. Tackling. Their pro football focus tackling grade is a 41.3 this year on a scale of 0 to 100. Uh, that is just really not good. In Alabama, their team tackle grade is 84.8 on the season. So, uh, more than double. Yeah, more than double. So what Arkansas is going to have to do is they're going to have to tackle. I mean, they they you're one of your best linebackers and best players defensively is Bumper Pool, and he's one of your worst tacklers this season. So he's going to have to get that figured out. Uh, Jaden Johnson had been bad, but he was the best tackler against A&M, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, so you know, we saw them doing tackle drills. You can go on the Hogbeat YouTube Tuesday's practice. We've got video of them doing tackle drills. Sam Pittman said it's been a big emphasis for them this week. Let's see, what exactly did he say? Uh, okay. Uh, he said they sure are working on it. He can promise you that. It's a big emphasis. Uh, but you really just have to wait until Saturday to see if it works. He said that they're they're emphasizing it, they're coaching it, they're practicing it, but you don't really know how it's going to go until the game happens. And if you miss tackles against a team like Alabama, then you know they've got weapons and speedy guys and really talented guys who can you know bounce off a tackle and take it to the house. So you gotta either have to wrap up if you have them in the open field, or if they haven't. If they haven't gotten into the open field, get everybody by them and just knock them down. You know, you, you cannot miss easy tackles and let them get yards after uh, contact because that has happened way too much this year. And it's really what's hurt Arkansas. Um, it, it's why their defense has struggled a lot because you think about it, if they if they just, like, make most of the tackles, I'm thinking back to a specific play against South Carolina where – Hudson Clark gave up, like, I don't know, a 15-yard catch, had the guy wrapped around the legs, let go, and it ends up going for, like, 65 yards. You know, those are the plays that you have to make. And, uh, of course, that's going to be a big emphasis against Alabama. It's huge. Um, defensively, in the secondary, you cannot let those guys get behind you because Bryce Young's going to make the throw. He's just going to make the throw. None of the quarterbacks to this point have really made that throw. Bryce Young will. So you got to keep those receivers, you know, within a step or two. You cannot let them get as much separation as they have. But realistically, they probably will. Alabama will probably make some big plays. So offensively, what does Arkansas have to do, Robert? They have to run the ball. They, ha they have to be able to run the ball. You don't have Traylon Burks, who dominated Alabama last year. They've got to go to their bread and butter and running the ball. They do. Um, you know, what did, what did Pittman say yesterday? He's like, we can't can't run the ball like a lot but we have to when we need to or something like that uh i could find it i don't i don't 100 percent remember that but i'll it was it was a it was a strange quote and i didn't quite understand it when he said it but um yeah i mean they're, they're gonna have to rely on their you know multi-headed running attack and of course that includes kj jefferson um I, I don't know if we acknowledged it last week but he did pick up over 100 yards on the ground and a touchdown against texas a&m 
So, I mean, you know he's going to have to be an integral part of of the ground game um, and, and therefore the offense. Um, Pittman talked about, you know, last year in this game, it felt like they were playing catch up. They're, they're going to have to, they're going to have to score early. They're going to have to, you know, rack up yards and, and prove that they, they can hang with, with this Alabama offense. Cause it, it seems more likely than not that the tide's going to put up close to, or more than 50 points. Um, let me, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm curious what you think about this. Say you're Arkansas and you win the coin toss. Do you want the ball first so that you can establish that tone? Or, I mean, you do you put it in the, in the hands of your defense first? I don't know. I feel like it's just always if you win the toss, you defer to the second half. Rarely do you, you take the ball first. I feel like Brett Bielema used to take the ball first a lot. Um, but Sam Pittman doesn't really seem like the guy to do that because you just – you want to have that advantage coming out of halftime. If if you if something goes wrong in the first half, you want to be able to. Because really, do you want to set the tone right out of the gate, or do you want to set the tone out of halftime in the second half when it really matters the most? I, I hear what you're saying, but and well, and you know, I forgot he talked extensively on Monday about it. I, I missed this because I was listening to Saban, but I did transcribe the part where he talked about the third quarter and how it's been such an issue. So. I, I bet you they would elect to defer if if given or if they win the coin toss and they get the option. I found that run quote you're talking about. He said, uh, for us to have offensive success, we don't have to run the ball a lot. We just have to run it when we want to, and that can open up a lot of things for us. He said they did a decent job of that last year. So I don't know. I, you're probably going to have to have one of your pass catchers step up like big time. You saw Matt Landers do it against Missouri State. I feel like Jaden Hazelwood hasn't really had his breakout game yet. Maybe this could be that one. Uh, Trey Knox, he'll have to have a big game. Keytron Jackson, Warren Thompson. Warren Thompson had a huge catch against Alabama last year. Um, Arkansas has the talent at receiver to make big plays against Alabama. They can make big plays against anybody. They did it against Alabama last year. So they're going to have to take those shots. They're going to have to open the offense up. You cannot be bland. You're going to have to basically throw the kitchen sink at Alabama offensively to win this game. That's, that's the bottom line, Robert. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we, we talked about Matt Landers not really getting involved earlier this week. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have, you know, one of the games of his life, honestly, to, to, to bounce back from one target, one catch, you know, it was, it was a big catch. It was important, but it was late in the game. They were, they were trailing. I mean, I think, I think for for as much talk as there is about how much they like Matt Landers, he's going to have to play a much much bigger role in you know a possible victory over Alabama. That is correct. He played more snaps than any receiver last week, so um, he only got one target. They definitely like to have him on the field. Um, I'm I'm assuming he they really like him as a blocker as well. So. And, and I'm sure he takes, you know, attention from the defense with as much speed as he has and the threat that he presents. And maybe that opens up things for other guys. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to that, but I'm assuming that some of that is where it's at. Um, but let's wrap this up with telling you about our friends at MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands, give Andy Ledecky a call. He's a longtime Rivals member and franchise veteran. He's owned multiple franchises and businesses, and he uses that expertise and knowledge to help others like yourself 
find the American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. So what do you have to lose? His number is 404-973-9901 or visit myperfectfranchise.net to get started on making some more money as a franchise owner. It's worth your time if you have that money sitting around, you want to do something new, you want to figure something else out, call Andy 404-973-9901 or visit myperfectfranchise.net. All right, tomorrow we got something special. We have a new type of episode for everybody on the Gridiron Hawks podcast. has to do with a sponsor and uh, might be able to help you make a little bit of money as well. So uh, tune in to the Gridiron Hawks podcast tomorrow on Friday. Thank you.